0: Almost Famous with John Shea Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston and New England
1: On 95.9 WATD Hello, good evening, welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm Sean Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio, subscribe to the podcast Podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. And tonight I'm being joined on the WATD Tiny Stage by singer-songwriter Carlin Tripp. Hello, Carlin. How you doing? Hey John, I'm doing great. I am great too, and happy birthday. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank (laughs) you for spending part of your birthday with us here at WATD. Absolutely. So for those who don't know you already, give yourself an introduction. I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been playing
0: on the South Shore for quite some time. I love being in this area. I host a bunch of songwriter nights. I do a lot of, a lot of gigging, a lot of shows. I'm always just trying to play as much as possible
1: and, and write new music, you know? That's great. Now, <laughs> share with us the website, the socials, all the places you can be found online.
0: You know, you can find me on Instagram, Carlin carlintripp, uh, C-A-R-L-I-N-T-R-I-P-P. Same thing on Facebook. And then uh, carlintrippmusic.com is the website.
1: And it has yeah. been a while since you've been here last. So update us on what's available online music-wise. What's out there from you from the past, and what's out there currently from you?
0: Uh, yeah, man. You know, if, if you go to uh, my Spotify page, I got a couple records. I've got uh, an old record, first record that I did uh, called Back to the Soil. I've got another record I put out in 2018 uh, called The Shape of the Island. And then, you know, some singles. And I recently put out an EP called Every Changing Season, and I believe that came out last year. Not the year before, last year. Yeah.
1: That's so that, that, great. That's, that's my most recent one. Yeah. And uh, an upcoming show <clears throat> featuring uh, a very big Portland area band, Portland, yeah. Maine, happening on, was it March 21st? March 21st, that's right. Yep, March 21st uh, in the cave at the
0: Red Lion Inn, which is in Cohasset. I will be opening for the Mallet Brothers, who are coming down uh, to play as a trio, which should be, it should be a treat, because, you know, they're usually... Five piece band uh, rocking out pretty hard, but they're going to come down and do do an acoustic trio show for us on Thursday night.
1: That's so cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm pre- I'm pretty stoked about it.
1: <laughs> give us the details on that. Where tickets available? And uh, get, uh, give us the, the set see. time and, and how to get more information.
0: Yeah, so I th- you know if you go to my website, if you go to carlintripmusic.com, you can find ticket link. If you go to the Mallet Brothers website, you can find a ticket link. Yeah, so the show's going to be March 21st, Doors will, will be at 7, and then the show will kick off at 8 o'clock. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: And I understand, too, that the, uh, the guitar you're playing tonight has a Mallet Brothers connection.
0: <laughs> yes. I did purchase this acoustic guitar off, off Luke Mallet. He had blasted it out on Facebook that he wanted to sell it, and then I, I so happened
1: to run into him at
0: a SKU, uh in Providence and was able, was able to pick it up that night which was pretty sweet.
1: And if that's yeah. not enough, we, we, we touched mm-hmm. upon this just a moment ago, but you uh, you host a lot of songwriter nights in the area. You're involved with PB&J Records, which is a, a partnership with Jay Passaros. Give us the information yes. on PB&J and some of these songwriter nights that you're a part of.
0: Yeah, the songwriter nights were something, uh, you know, it was an idea that Jay had approached me with in 2019, and we kicked it off in the fall and we had a couple venues, you know. I think Hennessy's in Boston. We used to do the upstairs there, and we were doing um, Mr. Dooley's in Cohasset, which is I don't think open anymore. Then the uh, the pandemic hit, and the whole thing kind of went on hold. But we had kind of established a a little bit of a of a presence, you know, as as being a bit more of a production company, putting on these shows. You know, up until that time, Jay had been booking a lot of solo artists for pubs and restaurants and that kind of stuff. But this kind of opened up the doors for singer-songwriters uh, to get involved with PB and J. And then in 2021, I guess we came back, and I guess it was 21. Yeah, it's been a, been a couple of years now. Um, in the spring, we started doing them outside at the Union Brew House in Weymouth, and so that one indoors, and that is every Tuesday night from seven to ten. And then we also do songwriter nights at the Nash Bar in Boston and Loretta's Last Call, also in Boston. And those are the Nash Bar is twice a month and then Loretta's is once a month. Union Brew House is every Tuesday. I try to put that stuff out on like the Instagram stories, you know, so if folks want to follow PB and J Records on Instagram. You can kind of get a sense of
1: when those are going down. Fantastic! Yeah. Well, you are a really great promoter of other songwriters. But let's hear some of your music tonight. Thanks, man. What are we listening to first?
0: You know, so I, I do have this new record, Every Changing Season, and this was kind of, you know, coming out of the, the pandemic and getting active again, writing a couple songs. I, I was lucky enough to to produce some songs uh, remotely with a guy named Scott Mickelson, who is in San Francisco, and uh, but he's a Massachusetts guy, so we had we had met and. Connected up at um, the Middle East upstairs, the smaller room, the corner bar. That's where we did a show first, and um, yeah, and so we produced a couple songs, and then I, I introduced myself to a guy named Eric Lichter, who's based out of Connecticut, and he's a killer producer. He's got a great studio, uh, Dirt Floor Production, and I had a few more songs. So these, you know, I, I haven't been writing quite as much as I as I once did, but I am happy with uh, with what's come out recently. So. Uh, this first one is is called Every Changing Season, and I think um, you know every once in a while I sort of sense you know apocalyptic uh, futures, and um, I think this song is just kind of a response to thinking about thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, Natural disasters and whatnot. But it's called Every Changing
1: Season. Sounds intriguing. Let's hear it. Carlin Tripp <laughs> on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. It's all yours whenever you're ready.
0: I look out my front door. I wonder what I'm seeing. It's like the devil's dancing on my lawn. Dark clouds rolling in. The temperature is changing. The pressure drop below the basement floor. And the people in this town know the reason. They don't see your face anymore. But I feel you are on the wind. Every changing season. Well, I was in my house when the water started rising and washed my couch across the kitchen floor. And everything I had was lost and left for ruin. Floating off to some forgotten shore And I can't go on like this forever The weight weighs heavy on my soul but sometimes in this life The light begins to flicker Stay here where I am The road would not be easy Nothing here makes sense anymore Dreams get washed away When a hurricane is blowing Life is such a heavy weight And I can't go on like this forever. The weight weighs heavy on my soul. But sometimes in this life, the light begins to flicker. To flicker. And the people in this town know the reason. They don't see your face anymore. And I feel you are on the wind of every changing season.
1: Carlin Tripp on the W.A.T.D. Tiny stage tonight, 95.9. W.A.T.D., what a great way to start the night. <laughs> Thanks, man. let's go back in time because it has been a while since you've been here last. Talk about your musical beginnings. How did music first become part of your life?
0: Well, (laughs) in middle school, I picked up the saxophone and I lasted about a year and a half on the saxophone. It was just too much, too much maintenance, this wooden reed thing and just everything I had to do. And I I wasn't really getting that great at it. And then I, I switched over to the trumpet because the trumpet seemed more appealing, a little easier to carry around. I played the trumpet up until high school uh, when marching band kicked in, and I realized marching band was not the direction that I wanted to head in musically. It was a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of marching. So uh, I kind of dropped music for a little while, and then my senior year, I borrowed an acoustic guitar from my aunt, and that was when I, I really started playing. At that time, gosh, you know, you know, Dave Matthews was huge, and Fish was big, and the Grateful Dead were still, you know, everybody still listened to the Grateful Dead. Uh, Dispatch was coming around. And then I ended up going to a festival in Vermont in 2001 for a band called Strange Folk. Strange Folk was, you know, two guys on acoustic guitars, uh, one playing lead, and the other was a singer-songwriter named Region Hour. and then band, a four-piece uh, drums and bass. And they just threw this amazing festival and Reed and the other guys in Strange Folk just were great acoustic Americana singer-songwriters, and I kind of looked around at that scene and and I just I just like really fell in love with the idea of um, being an acoustic singer-songwriter. So then you know I kind of proceeded to track down you know Dave Matthews. I was trying to learn all these Dave Matthews songs. I was trying to write my own stuff, and I was just you know I was traveling around. I headed out to the College of Santa Fe uh, around that time, two thousand and two, I believe. And, you know, I just ended up in this really artsy community where, um, you know, a lot of people were playing music. A lot of people were, were painting, you know, doing sculpture and metalwork. And I met a friend out there uh, named Travis, who also was playing guitar. And we just started jamming all the time, you know, and then I had a couple songs. I remember I wrote, I wrote a song and, you know, some people liked it and they wanted me to play it more. And I thought, oh, this is, this is pretty sweet. So then, yeah, and then I just spent the next, uh, gosh, I think until about 2012 maybe the next 10 years, just traveling around with an acoustic guitar, living in different places and always trying to write some songs and have something new, you know, to show to people when I came back home to Massachusetts, I didn't really get into playing, you know, the way that I, I sort of play now until maybe, you know, maybe I was in my early thirties. And then, you know, I met you guys for the dirty water. Uh,
1: yeah. So I was tribute. just going to mention. Yeah.
0: That. And that was really, uh, you know, I was living in New Bedford at the time and I was still gigging around a little bit in New Bedford but not really finding too much and then when I met the community on the South Shore I ran into Jay I ran into Haley Sabella ran into you and and that was when you know I just sort of thought oh man you know there's a lot of there's a lot of cool music going on out there I'm going to try to get in with those guys and I started playing in Plymouth uh, you know met Jake Hill and and it was just uh it was just yeah it was great you know to to live in New Bedford Boogie out to Plymouth, you know, sometimes head up to Boston, play in the New Bedford area. I did that for a long time, just playing sort of around New Bedford and Plymouth. And then, and then I think, uh, you know, I did a record with Jay up in Franconia. And then sometime around 2016 or 2017, when I started thinking about the shape of the island, I started booking myself a few small tours, which was really fun. I kind of got around New England a little bit, played in Burlington, Syracuse, Portland, Maine was, was a spot I headed to pretty frequently. And so that was fun. You know, that was just sort of me like establishing myself as, as someone who could book a tour and and get on the road and and get out and play some music and all the while maintaining like the local scene, you know, gigging around, playing, playing all the pubs and and doing that kind of stuff. And yeah, it was, it was great, man. And then, you know, I, I remember 2018, I think it was, I actually finally ran into region hour personally from strange folk. And he had heard one of the songs that, that I had written and I'd made a video for it and he'd watched it and he, and he got really into it. And he actually, I went up to go see strange folk at the paradise rock club. They were on a, like a reunion tour, kind of a reunion tour. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to call it that, but they were doing a show there and he actually invited me up on stage uh, to open for them. So then I got, you know, I got the opportunity to play on stage at the paradise in front of, you know, their, their sold out crowd. But I think, you know, because I had sort of emulated their vibe for so long, uh, you know, their crowd was, was pretty into what I did. And so then I sort of found this like new audience that wanted to listen to my music. And then, um, yeah, and then, hey, you know, then we hit 2019 and Jay proposed these songwriter nights and the rest is history. You know, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of my big, I think, what a lot of people know me for now is managing this, this um, songwriter community that I'm so lucky to be a part of.
1: That's amazing. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Great story. Yeah.
0: Thanks, man. You know, it's, it's definitely and you know, and then the, the waterfront festivals along the way and, uh, you know, the Plymouth area chamber of commerce, I feel really lucky to work with them. They, you know, John Dorn, at one time you know offered up a few opportunities to me to help them put on some of their festivals and now I you know I pretty much run all of their all of their festivals that's Um,
1: amazing I want to talk about the festival in just a bit but let's do more music
0: from you what are we listening to next yeah let's do another one so this song is called Float Upstream and this was uh, Mickelson Scott Mickelson is a really great singer-songwriter and he's also really great at at helping singer-songwriters find songs I and and sort of trim the fat a little bit I think is, is one thing. I was, I was working on this song and it, it had a lot of words <laughs> and it was just sort of non-stop um, lyrically and Scott really helped me kind of trim it down and, and make it and it was fun because it was my first sort of collaborative songwriting experience up until this point I hadn't worked with anyone else on songs I just wrote them in my basement or wherever, wherever I was alone and then played them. Um, so let's see
1: it's here at Carlin Tripp on the tiny stage, whenever you're ready to tell yours.
0: Watching the wild winds blowing through your hair. Tomorrow comes and we will soon be there Taking my time as I'm walking through this world, yeah And I see that smile on my little girls, yeah So float upstream, you and me Under the stars tonight Well in the jet stream We'll be flying free Riding into the light Into the light Well I got a fever a feeling inside And I got a love For a girl that I can't hide, yeah Riding this wave till I get to the other side Now look in your eyes Oh, it gets me so high Oh, yeah, yeah So float upstream You and me Under the stars tonight In the jet stream we'll be flying free Riding into the light Into the light We'll be riding into the light We'll be riding into the light We'll be riding into the light light. Float upstream, you and me, under the stars tonight. Well, in the jet stream, we'll be flying free, riding into the light. Oh, well, float upstream, all you and me, under the stars tonight. Oh, in the jet stream, we'll be flying free, riding into the light. into
1: the light tiny trip on the man! tiny stage tonight. Nice thank you. sounding great tonight thank you we are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot to go. More songs to share, more stories to tell with Carlin Tripp live in studio. Stick around. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Back in just a few. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. And I'm being joined in studio tonight on the WHD Tiny stage by the man, the myth, the birthday boy, Carlin Tripp. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, John. Happy birthday. Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> so for those who might not be familiar with you, and they should be at this point because you've been here a number of times, give yourself an introduction.
0: Uh, yeah, my name's Carlin Tripp. I'm a singer-songwriter uh, from Massachusetts. You know, I've got a bunch of music out there on Spotify, and follow me on Instagram. Always got something going on. Check it out.
1: And a show coming up on March 21st. You're going to be at the Cave in Cohasset with the Mallet Brothers. Give us the details on that.
0: Yeah, March 21st. Uh, Tickets are available now. Uh, You can find them on my website, carlintripmusic.com, or I'm sure the Mallet Brothers website. Uh, We're going to be at at the Cave at the Red Lion Inn, and uh, doors are at 7, and music starts at 8 o'clock, and I'm going to have... uh, my good friend Billy Thompson is going to be there joining me on, on guitar as well. Excellent. So, yeah, this is going to be a really fun night of music.
1: And if your plate's not already full enough, you also are hosting and organizing the Plymouth Waterfront Festival yes. this year. Yeah. And I understand the, uh, the schedule is pretty much already set.
0: <laughs> yes, I've got it booked already. Um, You've got to get a jump on these things. It gets, it gets a little crazier every year. That will be on August 24th. It starts at 11 a.m. and, uh, you know, the Plymouth Waterfront Festival, it's it's oh, man, I want to say close to 200 vendors and food. Uh, And then we do live music all day. And I mean, I guess it's not too early, but I could I could share the lineup.
1: It's up to you if you want to go
0: for it. But, you know, so we're going to have Mary McAvoy is going to be there. Uh, she's fantastic. She's going to kick off the day. Billy Thompson's going to be there with his band. He's just an incredible uh, guitar player. Fun band to hear. Matt is going to be there with his band. Uh, Matt is just a classic dude that uh, I love to listen to. Brian Hitchings is going to be there uh, with his outfit called Hitch and the Aliens. I'm not entirely sure who the aliens <laughs> are, <laughs> but I'm sure they're great uh, because Hitch always always surrounds he himself always delivers. with uh, killer musicians. And then... Um, as our headliner, uh, we're actually gonna have the Mallet Brothers band and that's gonna be a full band show. That's so, great. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm
1: and I will say, you know, for, for those who may not be um aware of of, of the power that Carlin Tribb actually has, <laughs> last year it was supposed to absolutely downpour the entire festival and right at eleven o'clock the sun comes out and it's blazing hot and it's mm-hmm. sunny skies for the rest of the afternoon. So Man, yeah, we we are uh We're we're always we're always pretty lucky. Yep. Well, let's continue with some awesome live stuff. What are we listening to next from you?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's do another song here. Let me, um, so I found uh, this is a song called Something Left to Say. And this was actually the first song that I brought down uh, to Eric Lichter in Connecticut at Dirt Floor uh, to have him produce. And this is sort of, um, you know, I have, I have two, two little girls uh, one who's not super little anymore, but um, they're eight and four. And sometimes I, I, I stumble across a song, and it sort of feels, sort of feels like um, you know autobiographical a little bit. I find myself inclined to write these these sort of autobiographical songs because I think, oh, maybe that's 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 something they can listen to <laughs> and think, yeah, that's what my dad was up to. Um, so it's called Something Left to Say.
1: Let's hear it. Carlin Tripp on the WHD Tiny Stage. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours.
0: Waiting for the tide to carry me home And I can see the forest through the sunlight in the leaves And I can hear the mighty river roar So much I've left behind me in the corners of my mind and there's so much left in store. And I was once a lonely man, I traveled by myself. Never much of anything to lay upon my shelf. And you can see the lines I've drawn upon my. I'm still here anyhow And will you carry on without me Will you take what I have done And will you dance beneath the moonlight Serenade the rising sun The river keeps on flowing a mountain to the sea It sinks below the surface All the roots of destiny and Waiting on tomorrow And wishing for today And there's something left to say Lay upon my shelf
1: Fantastic. Carlin Trip on the W.A.T.D. Tiny Stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Let's talk about your voice, because you have a, a very distinctive sound to your voice. Talk about how you discovered your sound. How long did that take you, and how did you go about doing that? Thanks, John. Um, you know,
0: it took a long time. <laughs> I don't think I was very i don't think i was very great to listen to for 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 a long long time and i think uh you know it just it just took a lot of it just took a lot of practicing and and gigging and jamming and i think as a songwriter i've always really been into songs that i don't know that kind of take you away you know that that sort of make you make you think outside of the box obviously you know dave matthews being somebody like that you know a lot of his stuff is sort of metaphorical and not always super direct in its meaning. I sort of like the idea of, of people having to, um, you know, to kind of interpret the song. I, I, I don't do a great job of just laying it right out there. And so that was kind of how I, I, I thought about crafting songs and then I was always trying to come up with, you know, some, some riffs or some licks or some chord progressions that felt familiar, but, but not, oh, you know, oh, that's Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Oops, you know, let's not, let's not play those chords. And then as far as, as my singing goes, it's really just, I've kind of just been making it up as I've gone along. I took a few voice lessons here and there. If I ran into someone like, you know, I ran into um, Ruby Rose Fox, did a like a stage presence workshop. And then I ended up, uh, you know, meeting with her a few times to kind of get some some tips about how to, how to be on stage. And then let's see, um, Janae Halstead was someone that I worked with. She gave me some voice lessons, taught me to, you know, sort of sing bigger. I try to make it interesting. You know, I hear melodies in my head and, and then I try to sing them. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I get most of the way there. And, and other times, you know, I'm, I'm kind of struggling. But, <laughs> but you know, Mickelson uh, really helped me out a lot, too, uh, coming up with, you know, different, different ways of, of phrasing uh, songs melodically and, and that kind of stuff.
1: Well, that kind of leads into my yeah. next question is once you discovered your voice, how did that then influence your songwriting?
0: It gave me a lane uh, to play with. I think I realized that, you know, the Americana thing was probably where I was going to stick around. You know, I'm definitely kind of a folky guy. I think where I'm at as a songwriter is, is it's kind of an even split. People find interest in my musical abilities, but then they also find interest in my in my lyrics. I don't think I would make it if I didn't have one or the other because <laughs> I've done a few uh, like cover band gigs, and it felt pretty good, but you know you don't really want to hear me up on stage uh, without without a guitar in my hands
1: when you go back in time and look yeah. at your early career, your early songwriting, yeah, what do you think when you take a listen to your early self compared to where you are today?
0: Oh man, well, I think I sounded like a kid, that's for sure. Oh, man, I just spent so much time, you know i, I It's crazy how much time we had back in the late '90s and early 2000s to do things like you know sit around and play acoustic guitars. But I think there was a certain uh, you know youngness to it and and a sort of just naive uh, exuberance, which I think is kind of fun. You know, I had I had a buddy that I lived with in Newmarket, New Hampshire. We shared a studio and we barely made it. We had one car between the two of us. I was working at a pizza shop. He was unemployed for the winter. But, you know, he had a keyboard and I had a guitar and and we just love to write songs together um, and try to sing them and, and just try to capture that feeling. Because, you know, for me, and I think my friends growing up, we were just huge music fans. You know, I was definitely a music fan before I was an artist. And, and I think my whole drive behind being an artist is just that I, I've always loved that feeling so much that, that music has given me that means of escape or, or whatever it is. And so it's just it's become my my mission to to, to be a part of that culture and, and be a part of that scene a contributing member if you will
1: well speaking of which let's do more music from you what are we listening yeah. to next Well hey that's a good this is sort
0: of um this is a song I wrote and sometimes I write songs and then i I just record them and I, I don't really play them out that much, but they're on a record and so this one is on every changing season it's called um the angels are listening. And, and I grew up in Westport, Massachusetts, and it felt like a small town back then. It was, you know, it was dark at night. There weren't a lot of streetlights and there weren't a ton of people. And I had a pretty tight group of friends and we used to just hang out a lot and like a lot of late nights and campfires and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some reckless behavior. And um, I wrote this song. I don't know, maybe maybe I had a few friends who were a little more reckless than others. And I kind of, and I kind of felt like maybe they, they felt like something was missing in their lives, um, even though they, you know, maybe it wasn't. Or they were great, great, great guys to hang out with. So it's called uh, the angels are listening.
1: Well, let's hear it, Carlin Trip on the WATD Tiny Stage. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours.
0: Thought we'd live forever and the night would never end sitting round a campfire with my best friend and under the stars drinking beers and passing the guitar laughing about that time you rode the hood of Johnny's car forty five miles per hour now 4:45 45 a.m you live to see the sunrise and you live to laugh again and you think no one hears but the angels are listening and you think no one hears but the angels are listening Some folks drink the night away just hoping to forget Some folks drink to celebrate what hasn't happened yet At some point every one of us has got to make a choice And every time I play these strings, oh I can hear, I can hear your voice and you think no one hears But the angels are listening And you think no one hears But the angels are listening And you think no one hears But the angels are listening And have you been forgiven have you gone away? This is the life you're living. Where are you gonna stay? Life was like a checkerboard. We were playing chess. You let the queens fall as they may, and heaven help the rest. I think about the life we lived and all we loved and lost Despite our best intentions, well, we paid a heavy cost You think no one hears, but the angels are listening You think no one hears, but the angels are listening you think no one hears, but the angels are listening.
1: Carlin Tripp on the WATD Tiny Stage, sounding great tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. My pleasure. Let's talk about PB&J Records. We touched on that earlier in the evening, but... You've been heavily involved with them over the past couple of years, especially when it comes to the songwriter nights and uh, some of these open mic events so give us the details on on what p b and j is all about how you got involved and some of these uh, events that you're involved in
0: you know I think it all it all started uh, back in back in two thousand twelve uh when I met Jay at that um dirty water, uh, you know, recording session. Jay had already started PB&J, and it was, I think it was a way for him to to help, you know, local songwriters that he knew uh, from the South Shore area to record record some music and put it out there. So he ended up coming down to New Bedford, where I was living, wanted to hear a couple songs. And, you know, so I played him some of my original tunes that I'd, I'd been workshopping for, you know, probably going on a decade at that point. And then, you know, he he mentioned the studio up in Franconia and he said, let's go do it. And uh, and I said, yeah, sure. You know, it's great. I'm going to go you know, record some music. Awesome. That was kind of the big thing for Jay at that time was was helping, you know, guys, you know, get CDs out and, you know, how to put on a CD release show. And, and Jay and I just became sort of great collaborators. You know, Jay's a great lead guitar player and I loved having him sit in with me when I do shows. And, and then, we, you know, we did another record up in Parsonsfield, Maine, at the Great North Sound Society. Uh, that was The Shape of the Island, and Jay came up there and produced that record. That was 20, 2017 or 2018, anyway. Then, like I said, around 2019, I think, you know, it's somehow Jay had... And Jay had been booking me, uh, you, know, pr- you know, pretty frequently over the years. I think he had a couple rooms, and, you know, I think he'd play there, and then they would... Uh, They'd ask him if he knew anyone else, and so he had he had some friends on deck that that he would send out and about. So I was one of those people, and then you know, come twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, you know, all of a sudden I'm doing thirty, forty shows a year uh, for Jay, and yeah, and then in twenty nineteen, you know, I'm, I'm trying to the songwriter thing. It was just I think it was just an idea that he had, and you know, I just happened to be you know the guy that he'd been hanging around with, and we knew that you know we trusted each other, and and that we kind of had the the same shared vision for this like sort of songwriter community on the South shore. It just worked out really well. You know, we, we, we had an intern uh, at the time named Amanda Adams, who's just uh, still doing her thing. She's in New York city now, but she was a huge part of it, super talented. And she was, she was hosting some nights and Jay just kind of kept, uh, you know, accumulating uh, venues that wanted, wanted him to, you know, provide stuff. So Then at that point, I also kind of, you know, because people were coming out to these songwriter nights and playing, I was starting to meet guys who, you know, were great musicians and I knew that they could gig as well. Uh, So then, you know, I started putting people into pubs and venues and and all, you know, and all during that time, uh,
1: you know, the Plymouth Chamber of Commerce thing kept growing. For those who so, are, are yeah. maybe songwriters themselves, if they want to get involved in some of these songwriter nights, and I know mm-hmm. at least three that are in this area, you do the, uh, the Union Brewhouse, you do yep. uh, Nash Bar in Boston, which is uh, near the theater district, you do yes. um, the Loretta's Last Call, which is in the Fenway district. What can they do and what do they need to know ahead of time?
0: Yeah, so, you know, the songwriter nights, it's, it's uh, songwriters in the round, And so I'll put, um, three or four people on stage, do all original music and it's, everybody gets an hour set. So, you know, people, folks will bring, uh, it's either three or four original tunes and it's just, you know, it's a great opportunity for people to play original music and be, you know, in a, in a room of other people who write original music. And a lot of like cool collaborations have come out of these things. A lot of people I think have, have, uh, you know, developed a great confidence because I do them so frequently. Um, you know, I have folks who, who come out month after month and have been, you know, for, for going on two or three years now. And I've seen people start bands and, you know, play shows. And, and I just, I love, I love seeing that and just, you know, thinking, oh, you know, I remember when they came out to their first <laughs> songwriter night and, they were kind of like, oh, I haven't done this in a while, or maybe I'm just getting started. And it's awesome to be able to provide that, that opportunity for folks to do it. And, and I do encourage, you know, anybody who, who listens to, uh, to John's show, um, if you're a singer-songwriter and you want to come out and play and you've got original music, uh, you know, just, just send me a message on Facebook or, or follow the PB&J Records uh, Instagram page because I do post um, I do post sign-up sheets and that kind of stuff.
1: Fantastic. Well, yeah. Let's do more from you. What are we listening to next? We have two more left.
0: All right. Yeah. Let's do two more. This is another one that I that I wrote, and then it was kind of I kind of wrote it during the pandemic, so I didn't have I didn't have a huge opportunity to like really play it a lot live. Um, but I recorded it, and so this is on the record. This is the last song on the record. It's called Five A.M. And this was another song that I that I co-wrote with Mickelson about having a young. Having a young child in the house and, and, uh, you know, (laughs) being awoken very early. (laughs) Every day. So it's called 5 a.m.
1: Let's hear it. Carlin Tripp, WAGD, whenever you're ready. The tiny stage is yours. Thank you.
0: 5 a.m. And I'm up with my little girl A coffee in my teacup The milk begins to swirl and Sparrows at the feeder Yelling at the squirrel Big sisters running down the stairs And I can see the sunrise On the fresh white snow Red and yellow Blue and indigo whoa whoa, 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 whoa Whoa, I'm picking up the pieces The puzzles on the ground Here's some French toast Stuck to a doll I found Digging through the records I put Neil Diamond on And my grandma loved his songs And I can still remember Dancing in the dark The two of us together Looking for a spark It's a pretty good place to start A smile In all the beauty of a child well, This 9am now The day has just begun Your sisters off to school There is only one Trying to read the papers Barrow song is done and she is sleeping
1: in my arms fantastic carlin trip on the watd tiny stage nice job on that thanks man <laughs> i have to ask real quickly too yeah. you drop neil diamond yeah. In that. Let's talk influences. Who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to today?
0: Oh man. Well, I think if I really narrow it down to like when I was young, you know, music was much more limited back then, right? I'm going to talk I'm going to talk like like an old guy. I had a Billy Joel cassette, Stormfront, and I had a, a Genesis album, We Can't Dance, and there was another Oh, and I think I had a Motown's Greatest Hits cassette. <laughs> And so these were all good stuff. Yeah, it was all great stuff. And then, so then what I really, when I really got into early on was, you know, I loved Billy Joel. I was listening to Billy Joel all the time. I was listening to Genesis all the time. And then I really got into the Beatles. So I listened to the Beatles relentlessly. And then, you know, I went through like a ska phase. Ska became really a big part. I was into 311, you know, 311 was huge when I was in high school. I loved the band, this band, Real Big Fish. They were always touring around doing their thing, and then towards the end of high school, I got into the jam bands. You know, I got into Fish, I got into Grateful Dead, Dave Matthews, Strange Folk, uh, Mo, the String Cheese Incident. I was going to festivals. I was just really, really into that jam band scene. Just how 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 free and fun it was. That's endured for a long time. I mean, you know, to this day, I'm still uh, you know, I'm still really into all that all that all that music. Grateful Dead, Fish, uh, Dave Matthews.
1: Carlin trip <laughs> on the WATD tiny stage. We have one more song left. We have to take our final timeout. We'll talk about the big show coming up at the Cave Two in just a few. 95.9 five nine WATD. I'm John Shea, and we're on the tiny stage.
0: And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 five nine
1: WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 W.A.T.D. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined in studio tonight by singer-songwriter Carlin Tripp. Hello and happy birthday again. Hey, thanks, John. Great to be here. So share with us again, one final time, your website, the socials, all that sure. good stuff. Where can you be found?
0: Yep, uh, so I have a website, carlintrippmusic.com. And then you can find me on Instagram, Carlin Trip, T-R-I-P-P. T-R-I-P-P. Uh, and I also have a bunch of music on Spotify. So if you want to check out my Spotify page, um, you can hear some of my original stuff.
1: And if you want to see Carlin with his original stuff live, you have a show coming up on the 21st at the Cave in Cohasset.
0: Yes, March 21st uh, at the Cave in Cohasset. I put together a show uh, with the Mallet Brothers, and they will be coming down as, a, as an acoustic trio, um, which is going to be awesome. But if you've... Never had the opportunity to check out the Mallet Brothers. Highly recommend it. They're the sons of Dave Mallet, famed singer-songwriter. And these guys just, um, man, they just have a great sound. Uh, they're one of my favorites. They
1: movies. really do. I've seen them, the full band and, and acoustic. And they, no yep. matter what f- formation, they always sound amazing. They really, yeah. Super great guys. We have time for one more song before we close things out. What's it going to be? Sure. Sure.
0: I'll dive way back. This is a song that I wrote probably back around 2010,
1: 2011. Um, it's called Open Arms. Let's hear it. Carlin Trip. Tripp, thank you again so much. Best of luck with not just the Cohasset Cave Show on the 21st, but also uh, this summer in August, you've got the Plymouth Waterfront Festival. So best of luck with everything, and of course, happy birthday, my friend. Thank you, John. 95.9 WATD, one final time. The Tiny Stage is yours.
0: Maybe I just lost myself today Maybe I'm just broken pieces in a body tossed away Oh, but maybe there's still sunshine In my heart To burn off all these rain clouds And we'll watch the waters part Oh, my heart Gets tossed into the bay with open arms Someone else is playing games, but we're not Falling for them same old ways, oh not this time No Maybe we'll never ever know Which way the wind is coming from? Oh, which way it's gonna blow? Oh, well, maybe we're just here to find the cause. And time is just a tourniquet now that's blacking out the stars. Oh, my heart. I guess tossed into the bay with open arms. Someone else is playing games, but we're not Falling for them same old ways, oh, not this time No Myself today. Maybe I just lost myself today Hey, hey, maybe I just lost myself today